Hey, welcome to the Therapy Thoughts Podcast. This is Tiffany Rowe. I'm a licensed clinical mental health counselor and psychology teacher. I own Mindful Counseling in Orem, Utah, and I'm on a mission to break down mental health stigma. Therapy Thoughts is a podcast all about helping you love yourself and make peace with your mind, body, and food. I'll share some education, tips, interviews, and tools from my clinical experience so you can improve your mental health. Stay tuned as we change the mental health game and talk all about therapy. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode number five, I believe. This is the episode all about emotional regulation. So Therapy Thoughts is a podcast dedicated to hitting all types of topics related to mental health. The first episode was all about feeling your emotions. Um, If you haven't heard that episode, for sure go there because it's really important to learn how to accept your emotions and how to use mindfulness to do that. But I want to go deeper down the emotional hole and talk about emotional regulation. Now, what that means is when you have strong emotional reactions, how do you manage those reactions? Do you find yourself giving in to strong emotions with unhealthy responses? So when I think about emotional regulation, I think of people who respond to strong emotions with healthy coping skills who know how to walk away, how to bite their tongue, um, how to cope with their emotions using various techniques and skills and tools. That's what emotional regulation is all about. Unhealthy ways of dealing with emotions or emotional dysregulation are gonna be things that are mainly about avoiding emotion. Addiction, turning to excessive amounts of alcohol, Um, turning to drugs in order to numb and avoid and to escape emotion. Those would be pretty classic emotional dysregulation skills. Other um, unhealthy ways of avoiding emotion might be things like self-harm, cutting, um, hurting your body. You might also think about uh, just avoidance in general, running away, Uh, giving someone the silent treatment, shutting down, stonewalling. I mean, those wouldn't be as extreme or blatantly harmful, right? But still avoidance techniques. Other more in-your-face problematic dysregulation skills with emotion would be something like an eating disorder. Maybe you're turning to food, you're binging to the point of being so full you feel sick. Or restricting food to a point where you lose connection to your hunger and fullness cues. Um, Any type of eating disorder or disordered eating behavior could be avoidance, dysregulating, or dysregulated emotional coping skills. So I want to talk about how, how do you regulate emotions? Because the reality is most of us, we're not taught how to do that. I mean, think about your early experiences with emotion. Like, what were you taught about your emotions? And particularly, any men listening to this podcast, what were you taught? Because I think I have a privilege as a woman in our society to have been taught it's, it's you know, okay for me to be emotional and it's okay for me to talk to my friends about emotions. But most of the men I've worked with and the men that I know have been only given permission to feel and express to emotions and that's joy and anger. And so often the guys I work with um, have a different experience with emotion and what's okay with emotion than the women I work with. So wherever you are 
however you identify, I want you to consider your early experiences with emotion. What were you taught? Were you told to stop crying? It's weak. Uh, were you told, you know, don't show emotion. That's embarrassing. Um, were you, were you shown and was it modeled strong emotional reactions? Is that what you saw in your house? Did you see abuse? Did you see TVs thrown? Did you see people hitting? Um, was there a lot of yelling, name calling? Uh, did you see people communicate? Did you not communicate? Did you see people using positive coping skills? Perhaps when things started getting heated or things started really revving up at home, did people take timeouts? Did they breathe? Um, did they talk about things? What, what did you see? What were you taught about emotion? Because that's really going to inform your emotional regulation skills or lack thereof. Are you able to regulate your emotions or do you feel like your emotions regulate you? Um, I have a course right now on mindfulcounselingschool.com and it's all about emotional regulation. And the tagline is learn to manage your emotions so they don't manage you. Because that's what emotional regulation is all about. Do you, are you the kind of person who, one, you feel emotions really strongly and two, you feel that they manage you? Um, and if, if that's the case, then this type of course would be really appropriate. And that's what this whole podcast episode's about is how do I know how to navigate my emotions. If you listen to episode one, you you know it's okay to feel them and there's a time and space to feel them. But I think we need to have all types of tools and skills and interventions and techniques in our bag of coping skills. So what we want to do is realize, okay, when things get really hard, when I have a very strong emotional reaction, do I have a plan for how to manage that? So I'm going to tell you about one of the techniques from my course that's up right now. It's creating an emotional hierarchy or an emotional scale. So I use the example of anxiety in my course. Um, I think anxiety is a very common, familiar emotion for all of us that we can relate to. So I'll use that. What I want you to do is to create a scale or a hierarchy of your experience with anxiety. So scale it from one to 10. One being no anxiety, you're straight chilling. 10 out of 10 would be full-blown, hardest anxiety symptoms that you can experience. And I would say if you're a 10 out of a 10, it's maximum distress, uh, maximum impairment in functioning, like let's say full-blown panic attack, or you can't go to work, or you completely have a meltdown, or, or whatever that looks like. And then I want you to fill in the rest of the scale. If you got one and 10, what's a two and a nine look like? And what is helpful is to outline thoughts, bodily sensations, behaviors, feelings that you have at every level of your hierarchy. So a 10 out of a 10, if that's a panic attack, there's going to be tightness in your chest. Uh, There's going to be racing thoughts. You're going to be thinking, I'm crazy. I might be dying. Behaviors might look like you're in a fetal position. Um, You might be crying. That's what I'm talking about. I want you to get so familiar with your emotional experience because you have to be the expert on this. You have to recognize this is what happens to me. I know what a 10 out of a 10 looks like. So then you can regulate it. So if you're at a 10 out of a 10, the second part of the hierarchy exercise is to then have a plan for what you're going to do. What are specific skills and tools and interventions and techniques that you can rely on? What are resources you can turn to to regulate that level of emotion. That's the whole idea. 
So one, acknowledging and recognizing thoughts, feelings, bodily sensations, and behaviors that accompany the varying degrees and intensities of your emotional experience. And then two, what are the skills and the techniques and the resources that I have to use to regulate this? Because we don't want the emotion to manage us long term, right? So uh, in my course on mindfulcounselingschool.com, I talk about specifics to this and I provide an entire packet that um, gives you like a worksheet on how to do this. But I mean, you don't have to purchase that to do this, but it'll just give you a lot more details if that's calling to you. But what you should do is then under the 10, write specific skills that will help you in that state of mind, right? So perhaps you need some distraction skills. Now, distraction is different than avoidance. Um, If you're going to go get blackout drunk, we can probably agree that that's avoidance of a 10 out of a 10. It's a temporary escape. It doesn't help the situation in long term. It provides no relief. That's avoidance. Distraction is different. Distraction has a mindful, skillful intention. It's like, okay, I'm wiling out. I'm a 10 out of a 10. I cannot use logic right now. Um, I'm really escalated. I need to get through this. I need to watch a movie. I need to do some deep breathing. I need to do some grounding skills. I need to turn to some uh, meditation. I need to call a friend. I got to hit my uh, my crisis list of supporters. Whatever it is, you have a plan so you know what's gonna what what you can turn to when you are that intense. And I want you to do that for your entire emotional hierarchy. So what are you going to do at a five? What are you going to do at a seven? What are you going to do at a three? And what I like to do with my clients is to kind of point out where on the spectrum can you really face emotions head on and when are they manageable and when can you communicate versus when do you need a timeout and to walk away? When do you need to distract? Um, and one, one idea I want to give you is maybe when you're between a seven and a 10 of emotional intensity, you recognize it's going to be difficult for you to have a rational conversation and you just need to do some skills to bring you down on your hierarchy, on your scale to a point where you can manage and you can think clearly like a four five or a six, maybe between a four five or six, you know how to manage those emotions and thoughts and bodily sensations. And then you're a lot more effective in navigating that. Uh, I think this takes practice, particularly if you come from an environment where one emotions were not talked about or two, You saw a lot of chaos around emotion, a lot of outbursts, and no emotional regulation. I really want to empower you that no matter where you come from or what you've been taught, change is possible. Your brain is capable of changing. You can learn new behaviors and patterns. Um, I've done this personally. I'm going to talk more about this in future podcasts, but I've, I've worked through my own mental health struggles, in particular anxiety and an eating disorder. Um... And I have over a decade of recovery and where I would previously have no ability to manage my emotions and I would turn to, um, to big behaviors and acting out and big avoidance attempts. Now I feel really good at navigating this, but it takes practice. And so you got to put in the work, my friends, if you want to learn how to regulate emotions, sit down, make this list, do the work, um, face, face the facts that you're, you know, you're imperfect and that you do have outbursts or that you do struggle with anger or that you do struggle with anxiety and that's okay. You're alive. You're a human. That's part of it. And take responsibility, take accountability for learning how to manage that experience and believing and knowing that you can. 
Uh, that's, that's my, I can't really say promise, but it really is a promise that you can learn to do that. I've seen that with thousands of clients. I've experienced that personally. So you can learn to regulate your emotions. You can manage them. Start with making this hierarchy and see how that works. It takes, it takes some intent. So sit down and really brainstorm what your emotional experience is like. And I would encourage you to make several. Bust out a couple different scales. Make an anxiety scale. Make an anger scale. A depression scale. A guilt scale. Like whatever is most present for you. Whatever emotion is really in your face or you find that gets in the way. Start there and start tackling it. Um, if you purchase my emotional regulation course on mindfulcounselingschool.com, I give you a 34-page workbook that is all things emotional regulation. This is just one piece of that one-hour webinar and packet. Um, I really throw like a good six months of psychoeducation into that course. Um, by no means is this podcast episode, you know, in-depth enough to really address all aspects of emotional regulation, but there are tools and skills out there. Also, I always recommend professional counseling. Um, if you believe in exercise for physical health, for physical wellness, I suggest, uh, therapy for mental wellness. I see no difference between the two things that it's okay to go seek professional support and to do things that help you be, to be well. Um, so therapy, you can check out my course, but emotional regulation takes practice and consistency And if I have to say what's the best emotional regulation skill, if there's one coping skill that's going to help you with most things, if I had to pick one, I'd say meditation, y'all. Find a meditation routine, learn how to meditate, and uh, that's, that's a very effective skill for most people in most places on their own spectrum of emotion. So this is just a sneak peek into emotional regulation. Um... If you have strong emotions, that's okay. It means you're alive. So like episode one of the Therapy Thoughts podcast where I talk about it's okay to feel your emotions and you have to embrace them. You can't fight them. Also add to that that you can learn how to navigate them and learn to manage them so they don't manage you. If you're enjoying this podcast and you're feeling the vibes uh, subscribe, download it, leave me some comments. I'm really grateful for all of y'all's support. Um, also, if you want to dive deeper, head over to mindfulcounselingschool.com. I have three courses that are live right now. It's a time and budget friendly way for you to get some psychoeducation and therapy tools without investing in, you know, traditional therapy. So you can download any of my courses. It's buy one, get one half off right now. I got a mindfulness course, a self-care course, and an emotional regulation course. So hop over to mindfulcounselingschool.com. That allows me to continue to produce this podcast and um, give you guys some of this content that I hope is really helping you out. Also come follow me on Instagram. I do some daily therapy thoughts over there. It's my handle is at mindful counseling. So thanks y'all. Um, we're going to hit you next week with a new therapy thoughts podcast. And until then, may you be well. I appreciate you tuning in and supporting the Therapy Thoughts podcast. If you want to dive deeper into intuitive eating and body image and self-love, head over to tiffanyrow.com. It's the hub of all of my courses, the podcast, my merch, and information about doing counseling and coaching with me. I hope you guys stick around for more. We have lots of exciting interviews and thought leaders coming onto the podcast. So until next time, may you be well.